everyone, and welcome back to the Comeuppance Reviews podcast. This is Comeuppance Reviews. Hey, it's the time, man. We're back. It's been a little bit of time. Yes, we had a little bit of a break, but now we're back, and we have a brand new segment. <laughs> we back. So <laughs> That's not the segment, but yes, we yeah, back. Yeah. And, yeah, we uh, back. you know, Guy has some action news. Yes, welcome to action news. <laughs> so now, you know, we thought, well, if there's news in the world of action why couldn't it be called action news so like action news eight as we have in connecticut this is just action news <laughs> do you have a favorite uh connecticut anchor <laughs> no <laughs> i mean i could name some well maybe dr mel dr mel but see jeff fox you know he got in trouble for uh assaulting people and then the, the he, he was a weatherman people know we're talking about jeff fox is a weatherman in the connecticut area and then he got fired for uh let's just say being me too as they say and then the oh, late... there's a little more to it than that. I, but it, he, the woman who he assaulted was on Dr. Yeah. Phil. So yes. He, uh, and then the, Dr. Phil's like, well, when the man assaulted you, he assaulted you. It's like <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. You. I mean, apparently it was more like a cyber stalking kind of thing. I don't think he ever actually went near the woman. I think it was no. just like it, so what he did wasn't right, but he wasn't physically, I think, in contact with her. There, but he did, you know, creepy online material. I, yeah, yeah. As I would say nowadays in, the, in this technological age, don't send or pictures or have uh, emails that people can screenshot. Well, which is everything. It's right? everything. So, There's anything, and, and you people don't know when you're screenshotting something. It's a private thing, so be careful. You know. Uh, but the action news. Yes. Uh, Ty, what is your action news for today? Action news. The first action news is Frank Stallone says Expendables Four sucks. So like, okay, so go go more into that. You okay, went, so uh, I read. Oh, go ahead, please. Go ahead. No, no, just that you you ha, you got some hot new action news that's hot off the presses, and what is it? Well, I think he's right because I was on. I sometimes I stumble upon manlymovie.net, <laughs> and it tells talk about some of the, the action movies that are coming out in the theater or maybe streaming, and it said news. Frank Stallone thinks Exodus Four sucks because he saw a pre-screening, and I think he's right because everyone says it does suck. And that was months and months and months ago before uh, EX4 even came out in September. Hmm. So I think Sly, because he's like, well, Sly's not into that much. It's like, it's actually not really good at all. It's terrible. <laughs> it's like, But awful. I think he has other reasons besides Sly not being in it that much to say that. Right? I think he says it just, it just it looks, you know, slipshod and, and the CGI looks awful. He must have got a pre-screening from the Slyster. You know, maybe when they're uh, shooting uh, the family Stallone or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's do a quick scare of Stable Sure. And then you press it slide. This sucks. He's no, Frank Stallone tells it like it is. Like, if he says something sucks, well, it, I'm sure it sucks. I believe Because Sly thinks it sucks, too. So that's not But good. he can't say it. You know? He can't say he it, can't. but Frank can say it. Yeah. I think Frank got in trouble a couple years ago. Remember when Stallone was nominated for Academy Award for Creed? Um, which I, I hear it's good. I'll get to it eventually. And, and he lost... Stolen to uh, that character actor named Mark Rylance. You remember this? No. Okay. Well, Mark Rylance was in a boring movie of Tom Hanks called Bridge of Spies. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's a movie for the library. And that guy won, beating out Stallone. And Frank was not happy. Like, hey, who's Mark Rylance? Never heard of him. Stallone's a legend. It's just like... And then he had, well, he had it, to backtrack a little bit. Wow. Well, but that's Frank for you. So I believe no, him. I mean, the only thing I don't believe Frank about is that he says Savage Harbor sucks. Which, no, he's wrong about that. He's wrong about that. Yeah. But, you know, I think he's one, it's one of those things where he's, he's a little too close to it, you know. Because yeah. I follow him on 
Instagram, Frank Stoll, and he has commented. I'm not commenting, but he always likes some of my comments, like, "Hey, you know, good job, Frank," something like that. <laughs> he just says like, <laughs> and then because you know he talks about politics stuff, so it's kind of funny to watch. It's like, I see. Notice that I'm making Frank Stone sound normal, and Stallone sound like Stallone. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, probably because he doesn't have that slurred kind he of speech. speech. Like, hello, I'm Frank Stallone. <laughs> So that's the action news. So I think Frank was right. So, uh, moving on from action news, uh, I understand you watched a Tyler Perry movie. I sure did. Tyler Perry's Temptation, Confessions of a Marriage Counselor. Okay, it, so. I don't know, that's all on title. I just, it's, a, it's a little awkwardly titled, but I have a couple of questions here. Please. How did this come about? Like, out of. A, out of all the Tyler Perry movies that are, that are out there, and I, I think there are a lot, why a lot. did you pick this one? And just what's the circumstances okay, behind you so watching this movie? I was, you know, I was watching my TiVo, and yes, I still have that. And like, oh, what's on? Let, me, why, let me tape a movie. So I went on HBO. I was like, oh, Temptations, Temptation, uh, <laughs> I, I know, I understand. Part, it's hard to say. Unwieldy. And it's like, it says Kim Kardashian was in. It's like, oh, okay. So I, I and then also Journey Smollett. And Vanessa Williams. It's like, all right, I'll check it out. Okay, so I guess it's based on one of Tyler Perry's plays. The movie's a complete mess. So Journey Smollett wants to be a marriage counselor. Okay. <laughs> then she has to go through this other company. This always sounds really stupid, doesn't it? And it's like she has to work at this other company that Kim Kardashian works at. And then she falls in love with this other, uh, like, uh, I call him pushy guy. <laughs> and... Kim Kardashian plays like this annoying like assistant like you gotta wear a better dress. It's like oh, so think about that for like 20 minutes. It's Kim Kardashian you gotta wear better shoes and dresses. That's all she says by the way, and that wooden style she speaks in. So okay. Then I, also I'm Brandy uh-huh. Brandy's hanging around in it. So here's the thing: nothing happens really. There's like a secret affair, maybe some light stalking, but the ending is completely insane. It's insane. I don't know if I want to give it away or not. It, mm, better not. To, we don't really give away endings on this show so i would like, say not but you're saying not, the ending's insane it's not worth watching at all really except <laughs> for the ending and the, also there's a really funny part where they sing the plot not not the characters but there's like songs on the soundtrack so journey smollett uh, breaks up with her husband and there's a song it's like and i lost you and you're not gonna come back to me oh <laughs> And it's just like, and it's like, oh no! And it happens a couple times, and it's like, and then they then they have this kicker of an ending. So it's really just worth it just for the last, let's say, ten minutes. I don't know if it is. I mean, that's that's a big bargain that you well, have to make. You have to suffer you, through ninety minutes to get to the ten. If I told you what this was, you'd be surprised. Like, oh really? <laughs> There's no murders or anything. It's just a. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Now, did you know about this ending when you went no, into the movie? I did not. I was like, I just watched. I thought this is a typical Tyler Perry movie. I'm trying to give it a chance. You know, kind of. And I watched Alex Cross. Mm. Don't cross Alex Cross. <laughs> well, the guy from MySpace loved it, so he loved it. And it's supposed to be a sequel, but in the first movie, kind of tanked. It was supposed to be called Double Cross. <laughs> well, we could still get that. It's never too late. I have to say, I know we talked about the. Uh, previous podcast that i thought it really wasn't that terrible alex cross but because it made me because i have really high tolerance so uh that's what i watched and you watched something too. Now, yes i did i 
as you know, I got the Blu-ray of White Ghost. That's awesome. And so I got the archive and they had a sale and it was a good deal. And so I got it. Then I, I watched the disc and it was really like watching it for the first time. It really was because A, it's uncut. They got the original negative. So they I saved all the things with, uh, that were cut out later, like the gore and, and violence. So that's all intact. And it looks really clear. Like when we watched on VHS, it, mm, washed it's, out. it's washed out. It's, it's not the same. You watch it on Blu-ray. It's like, wow, you can really see everything. It pops. Uh, it pops. So I really recommend it. And there's two really great interviews on there. There's one with Bill Cat. Yeah, I watched that. It's just yeah. the type of interview I like where it's like, you worked on this. Oh, here's an anecdote. And then you worked on yeah. that. There's an anecdote. I love that. It's like a fast-paced thing where he talks about all his stuff. Not all of it, but a lot of it. Um, so the interview is really great. And they interview the director, a guy who's come up a lot on in Comeuppance World, B.J. Davis. Yes, because he directed uh, the Brendan Lee classic Laser Mission, right? Yes, and he does talk about that and a bunch of other <laughs> things that he's involved and, with. John Barrett, like To the Death, I think, and um, others. And, and So it's just that. It's just the movie looking great and two... Yep interesting I, interviews. i'm so i'm so happy you actually finally watched it finally bought it, it, it yeah, was worth and, the purchase I yeah think. and in white ghost it's kind of it's kind of a weird movie too i mean it's, it's definitely like a rambo what hath you rot type thing where bill cat is kind of like rambo but he stays in the jungles of vietnam and has to kill off a bunch of people to stay alive and i mean the structure of it is kind of unorthodox and it's it's kind of an, a little it's not weird but it's a little off kilter which oh kind for of, sure yeah so, and, and, yeah, so I really, really enjoyed that day. I'm happy you did. Uh, yeah. So I know it's hard to get now, but if you can somehow it's get around, it. around. You just have to look around. And then I will say this about the Bill Cat interview is that he talked about Naked Obsession. Yeah. Yeah. And also Baby, the Lost <laughs> yes. Dinosaur. The lost, Secret of the Lost Legend, I believe. Thank you. Called. Yeah, baby, see, uh, baby, Secret of the Lost Legend. Well, what's baby. funny is he said about Naked Obsession. Yeah, I know what he's saying. It's like a little dinosaur baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, Naked Obsession, interestingly, he said it was originally slated to be shot in black and white. Naked uh, Obsession? I don't remember him saying. I watched it, but I don't remember him saying that. No, he said that, and which I totally get. And when we talk about erotic thrillers, eventually, like a lot of them are very film noir esque. And then he said, like later on, they put in like all these like pole dancing and stuff. He's like, oh, this isn't what I signed on for. And he, I thought that was kind of funny because they added all this like stripping and pole dancing. Well, yeah, he Maria it was a black and white like noir type movie, which. He, could be, could have been, but then they added that in because, you know, it was probably 1990 or whatever, and they had to do that. <laughs> exactly. So, oh, good. I'm happy you got to rewatch it. And it was a, it was a beautiful print, great deal. Yeah, it was like a new eyes, like watching it. I love that. Know, Fresh eyes. Almost for the first time. Fresh eyes. Yeah, so that was good. Um, Ebony eyes. <laughs> it was a, a Bob Welch. Yes, Bob Welch, yeah. You love Bob Welch. <laughs> well, um, you know, he's the best part of Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> What um what's the Fleetwood Mac? It's, oh, a little lies. That's a good song by Fleetwood Mac. Uh, wait, the chain. Wait, you don't help me now. <laughs> you don't help me again. That's the chain, right? Uh, wait, I, you did Well, this is a great transition. Sorry, but this is a great transition because we're going to be talking about songs. We're back. Songs that keep action part two. Due to popular <laughs> demand, um, there, there was there was a lot of reaction to that first one, and we thought, well, there are more songs we can sing slash talk about. So uh, yeah. here we are. So I'm going to just jump right into it. Jump in. Unless, unless you want to say anything else about uh, Bill Cat or oh, we were talking about Bill Cat in the last episode of uh, Bob Forster, and um, we might do a William Cat, maybe Christopher Atkins 
double feature of of their material because they kind of right. look the same. I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah, work on that. And yeah. and they did mention his album because Bill Cat did make an album. That's amazing. So they briefly oh. mentioned it. I think it's under the name Billy Cat. Nice. That's that's a good name for like an artist. Um, what did they say about? Oh, I just lost my chance of thought. But let's go right into the. Um, was it about Christopher Atkins or Bob? Forrest oh no, it or... was about someone else. That's kind of that was uh, what's Jack Wagner? I was looking oh, at Jack okay. Wagner because he's in a movie called Nowhere to Land. Uh-huh. And if you buy the VHS, like the original VHS from Artists and Home Entertainment, the title's not there. <laughs> There's no title on the cover. There's just, it's just uh, nothing. I've never seen anything like that. So I'll have to no show title. you that. You have to show me that. That's yeah, very I just odd. Like, it, I think it just says Jack Wagner, and then that's like that's it. It's like explaining. It's like explaining. Like <laughs> that's unheard of. Can you think of any other movie where they ever did that? I'll have to show when I see you. Nathan, I see you. Well, I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, I'll show you because I was like, what? Because I was like, the only if you get the screener, you get the title. <laughs> that's crazy. Wow, what a deal. I almost uh, bought it, but I don't know. like I the 90 day to... PPV window and the other stuff you get. It's like, and if you order now, you get the title <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> you get the title and your star. Jack it's like they're holding Wagner. a hostage. You know, they're well, holding yeah. a hostage. It's like, That'd you be... want to know the title, huh? You have to buy the movie. That's crazy. You know, I was, that's crazy. I'll show you tomorrow. So, okay, I'm going to I want to see this. that. Try to remember that. I, no, I, won't, I won't forget because I, I saved it on my eBay searches. All right. So, according to our first uh, Songs and Key Action Part 2, it yeah, says right. we're talking short fuse, which we kind of just did. We, did. Um, we talked about it. I think maybe grab bag full of gems. So, but I could do it again. You know, just I, all right. Well, and I, we've probably talked about it before that because it's short fuse and it has Art Garfunkel and he has a short fuse. Um, yeah. Now, I don't believe there's any Art Garfunkel music, but there is funk music. He's yeah, putting funk the funk music. in Garfunkel because. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> he gets funky i bet he watches short fuse a lot i bet he wakes up <laughs> watches lot. short fuse <laughs> like once a month once a month once a month i think our graphical wakes up he's like you know what uh-huh. i feel like watching short fuse that was my you know tour de force so he pops in the vidmark vhs he watches the previews again <laughs> it's like is he going, hey there's me yeah <laughs> well or, or is it me or is it harris yulin i can't tell <laughs> they look exactly the same they look exactly alike in the movie well, they, uh, we said this when we were talking about Art Garfunkel. I guess I could just do it again. It's always fun to talk about this. But, you know, in the movie, there's a lot of boomboxes, graffiti, and Kangol hats. Yes. So we said so, that Garfunkel has a bizarre comb over. Oh, this is so naturally the next thing. You, you do, like, those sequences, you know, like, you know, which follows the next. So, you know, it's like, I don't know, um, like duck, goose uh you know bird dove and then they follow in the, in the line so when i think of graffiti break dancing yeah. kangle hats gold yeah. chains obviously the next thing that follows is <laughs> oh, obviously. it's like those blot paintings like wait those are my parents <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah. so, you ever do one of those uh not professionally but uh, i've no I've but it's like did you ever want to do one in a way like you ever just like had maybe during school or maybe you see something like a mad like something similar you know um, no well, it's like those magic eye paintings, and then you see. Uh, I can never focus my eyes that well on that. Um, have you? But good, but good to go, aka uh, uh, short fuse. Right. Um, so it came out, like you said, on Vidmark VHS. It, it's it's yeah. kind of like a gritty urban drama almost, and it is. Yeah. But it, but it features mainly the band Trouble Funk. It and does. You get yeah. to see them perform, which yeah, is great. Good to good to go. Their big song, so, "Good to Go." Yeah. And. Um, 
and there's other kind of funk music in it. Not so much yeah. rap music, which there's is no rapping like really. Maybe some light rap on a boombox yeah. because you know it's the boombox stuff, mm. you know, or ghetto blasters they used to call it. Which I'm trying to get a VHS of that movie. Yeah, I it's know that's tough. I remember it was that time tunnel, but oh, but it's a cut version, and you have to get yeah, it like, German. But the uncut tape. is impossible to find. So it, I can't get it unless I get. You like, might a have to cut team. your losses. Yeah, yeah. Like, but uh, cut, but cut know, it's centered around <laughs> the Washington D.C. go-go scene because in, yes, in the Washington D.C. and I guess the surrounding area, that sort of funk was called go-go, and I don't know if it really right. went beyond that local area too much, but I guess Trouble Funk was one of the leading go-go bands. And um, which I guess is like funk, but they kind of like extend the song like for a long time so people can kind of dance to it. And um, and then and there's there's crime and our Garfunkel's on. The yeah, case. he's on the case. Well, we kind of and then we we're talking about how his comb over looks like Donald Trump's hair. You know, <laughs> I mean, I could just, I'm happy. <laughs> I think I did this joke. I'll just All do right. it again. All right. Believe I, me, I, I got Funkel. Great guy. Love his comb over. OK. So. <laughs> he he stole my idea. Oh yeah yeah. Oh you want to do it? Go ahead. Oh well, that's as good as I can do. It's oh, art, oh art. <laughs> stole my comb over. I totally bought one, but I got a new one. I don't have one, but if no, I did, oh I don't have one. Uh, Art Garfunkel would have stolen it. <laughs> this this is <laughs> it's a bridge over troubled water. That's one of their songs, right? More like bridge comb over troubled yeah, water. Exactly. I <laughs> could say about laughing. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite song by Simon and Garfunkel. Great. Simon, don't like him. I forget that before. Never, still not a fan. <laughs> but um, we'll go to our next movie. Our okay. next movie is Return Fire. Then go right back to Return regular. Return Fire. Well, see, okay, you want to sing it? Here we go. That's all I remember. But it's sort of like a hair metal type, uh, you know, glam rock type song of the day. You know, that would fit perfectly with, you know, well, you Cinderella, like, Warren, Striper, yeah. uh, Awesome. Elves, that's a great name for a band and awesome awesome spelling <laughs> well so. it's the yellow and black attack i mean those are the stripes <laughs> but yeah, when you read that like striper s-t-y-p-e-r yeah, like killer and it looks like, like 80s you know that's it's kind of like, like synonymous with the 80s let's bring back the 80s let's go back in time <laughs> yes let's well we're trying I mean. well we can't go back in time but we can still enjoy what we have now yeah, yeah, that's as close as we can get is watching um, Return Fire. So yeah, I mean, Return Fire, yeah, Jungle Wolf Two. But we're saying so, that this song it's by Gunslinger. It's by Gunslinger and it sounds like uh, Into the Fire by Dokken. It does, yeah, it does. Well, because you got Return Fire and Into the Fire. <laughs> yeah. Into the Fire, I'm fun again. <laughs> Right, this so, is a sing-songy uh, episode. So yeah, if you ready. don't want to hear singing, then uh, just turn off now. You got, but, you got your songs, you got your impressions, you got your dancing, if it was possible. <laughs> we're, we're, we're using the podcast medium to to its utmost. You know, We have impressions yeah, and singing and talking, and what more can we do here? Um, so this was a good movie, though. We, I think we talked about this during AIP. Uh, I'm sure April, we did. I, it's one of Martini's <laughs> best, I think you could see. Yes, I got to rewatch it. I, just, I rewatched it way back. I think it's a little more sophisticated. Yeah, yeah, it's a little, it's yeah. like a little more. It's almost like he taken everything he learned from his past movies and kind of put it into this one. It's kind of it, like, it's a little more sophisticated than like yes. Top or some, or certainly Death Machines are the really old one. This is like the 1990-91 version of Marcini, you know. Exactly, and then you know we'll just say a quick plot. 
which is Steve Parrish, played by the Marchster, <laughs> returns home to San Francisco area, and his Zach, his son Zach, is kidnapped by Patrolli, the gang boss. Boss, <laughs> and then you know it just we said has like thirty percent new footage because there's a lot of footage from Jungle Wolf One. So, yeah, but it's no different from Stallone and, and Rocky Four. That's like thirty percent new footage. I mean, he can do it. <laughs> Martini can certainly. I guess there's a new version of Rocky Four. I think I said this before, but he cut out um, "Happy Birthday, Polly Robot." Oh, well, I don't recognize this. Yeah, just then. what the heck? If he wants to make a new version of thing, I know obviously it's directed by Stallone, but let's let's use his clout to get the director's kind of cliffhanger and demolition man up and running. Right. Not take great parts out of movies that everyone loves and remembers happy birthday polly <laughs> i mean i was just at the stallone store as i so you went in the store yeah it's small it's like a trailer almost it's like oh this, interesting like they had to sneak it onto the grounds of the you know the philadelphia art museum next to the rocky statue and they have like stallone yeah they have anything i mean not anything but lots of well, stallone related stuff well because well, I'll do like Stallone. It's like, hey, bro, what you buy from the Stallone store? <laughs> Actually, I didn't buy anything. But, uh, but I did think of uh, an idea, but go ahead, please. Well, and then apparently he was supposed to be there because apparently it's brand new and he's going to, it was making a personal appearance like oh. the next day. Like we just missed him. Of course. He always just and of course we just missed him at Musso and Frank's apparently too. So we keep, <laughs> we keep missing Stallone. We keep missing him by a day. You know, Uncle Mike always says that. It's like, oh yeah, he just missed Stallone. It's like, we always missed Stallone. Like <laughs> but in this case, I think we did. But then again, if he was did. there, it, it would. I don't know where they would have put him. I mean, it would have been a mob scene, and there was no room, like as it is. So I'm not sure. Oh, okay. So maybe they they, he has like a special, like maybe he's on a dais or something. Then yeah, they go yeah. inside. Yeah, but, it must have been something like that. But here's my. You idea. can buy a replica of his hat. You know that fedora of Rocky. Yeah. Wears. You can buy his Italian stallion. Uh, like Again. Would you, uh, yeah. would you buy it? Well, because I know it's not a Kangle hat. but it's like, No, it's not a Kangle, but it's like a black <laughs> fedora, if you remember. Yeah. So you could buy that and it's T-shirts and all sorts of things, like a track suit, like an Italian oh, Rocky track suit. And, With uh, uh, like an electronic or, or, or instrumental version of Gonna Fly Now while you're there. <laughs> I didn't see any like records <laughs> or anything. <laughs> yeah, that's playing no, while you're no shopping lyrics, in the store. <laughs> but um, well there's gonna fly now but i mean like it would just be just the instrumental version though of no gonna flies lyric. right right right, right. But, uh, oh sorry my here's so, my idea but go ahead please okay. i said well that's almost what the song is anyway but yeah oh so before i get to my idea about this rocky thing let's not you know, in return fire let's not forget about adam west as carruthers and the other and the other song which is called fight to the finish oh, yeah. fight to the finish <laughs> see Cool song. All right, I'm gonna rewatch. I, I I always say this. I'm gonna rewatch something, but I am gonna rewatch it. I'll put it in my but pile the, today. But the mixture of that like powerful, hard hitting hair metal mixed with '90s Marcini is a very winning combination. Like that really works. You gotta love it though. This is a movie you just pop in the VCR. You have to have a VCR. VCR sold separately, and yeah. you have to, and you just, you just enjoy it. Cause I watched Midnight Fear. You know, you crack open your beer or whatever beverage yes. you got. You open your snacks and you just uh, have a great old time. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a good snack. I mean, like, for like that, can I remember when I for, for, can I, when I watched Stone Cold, like I had cheese cubes. Popcorn? I don't know, like chocolate popcorn. Well, I don't know, like right? Crunch and Munch. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Crunch and Munch. Do you like Crunch and Munch? I like Crunch and Munch. I don't buy it at the store really ever, but I do like. I mean, as you know, I actually. You know, I don't really like popcorn, but I like yeah. it with chocolate or caramel. Oh, okay. I'll keep that in mind. We're going to do some crunch and munch as a surprise. Okay. All right. So, wait. Here's my idea for the thing at the Rocky store. Rocky Sockham Robots. 
Oh, yes. So, yes. so think about this. So you're, you, it's the game, Rock and Talk and Robots. Mm-hmm. On the left side, you got Rocky. But on the right side, you, you can switch heads. Yes. So it'd be Apollo Creed, um, yep. Drago. Drago, and uh, Thunderlips, Mr. T, anybody, really. So like, And then maybe some random goons, and he could fight them. And maybe there's some audio, too, like some really crunchy audio by Stallone. Like, well, like <laughs> even more like unintelligible than before. Yeah, but you can't really hear it. You hear like maybe one word. Ding <laughs> ding. So, right, so, so it would be like that. You know, too bad. Yeah. You know, too bad we missed Stallone. I could have pitched that idea to him. He probably would like it. I mean, yeah, that's a good idea, bro. <laughs> he knows well, your name. Right for the idea. I would have said you came up with the idea. Well, yeah, that's right. You, actually, you need to give him this here right here. You have to kind of make him first in the in the credits. We'll say it'll be by Sylvester Stallone and Brad Barger. I'd <laughs> <laughs> say your full name. Sorry, but it's like <laughs> all right. So. That was my idea, but that'd be kind of cool. You could just pop off the head. They look like Mr. T. They look like yeah, a whole They're Hulk square. Yeah. They're square, yeah. They're kind of funny looking. You know, it's like, and it, oh, it maybe they. That should have happened in the '80s. If it didn't happen in the '80s, it, I don't know what that's well, gonna happen. Look at now. like Teddy Ruxpin. You, you put the tape uh, in him, and then he says stuff. So it would be like a, maybe some very small audio or something like that on each villain that Rocky fights. Right. Like, right. I must break you. Just yeah, to, that's just, all they can. Well, that's all. I mean, not, afford. not afford, but it's all they can do because of the technological limitations. You know? Yeah, it's very small limitation. Well, that's just a <laughs> unbelievable way just to sneak in the Dolph Lundgren impression. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a long way to go. But we did. I mean, we've mentioned uh, Return Fire before, and here's yeah. a quick trivia question: What do Return Fire and Short Fuse have in common? Well, yes, it's because we have two comments by those by people from the production or their family. Yes. yes. So we already talked about that already. Um, okay. But we're going to go to our next movie, uh, which is – it's from the movie Emperor of the Bronx. Do you remember this the Emperor one? Emperor of the Bronx. Is that how it <laughs> is goes? Is that the song? Well, you have that, a better yeah. memory. You don't remember the song? I guess I don't remember it, but you have a better memory. 1990. We didn't really talk about this. This is our 1100th review, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we're, that was 300. What are we at? 1400 oh wow i thought it was 27,000 what 2700 i mean uh no we haven't quite gotten there yet but but we uh, didn't talk about this movie yet really so from emperor of the brock 1990 100 review stars william smith uh tony played by alex deandrea and his friend george played by charlie ganas are just two buddies in new york scrapping by small time hoods they're tired they're tired of nickel and diming it to nowhere Hey, yo, nickel diamond to nowhere. <laughs> so they want to, they decide they up their wannabe gangster game. Uh, and then they have a mentorship under Grizzled Old Salt Fitz, played by William Smith. And then they work at this American Dreamer Club, and there's mobsters after them. Oh, <laughs> hey, it's funny, Brad. It's funny here. He said, bright lights, city lights. <laughs> I'm talking about my Emperor of the Bronx. <laughs> Right, because it's a City Lights production. Yeah, it's very Mean Streets. So, it's very Mean Streets. It's just, you know, but it's something about it, right, bro? We get, from what, what I remember, remember? It, I remember it has that 1990 low-budget charm and the song. Yeah, that's the song. So, like, Emperor of the Bronx. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay, I'm reading it now. It's sung by Marcus Malone. It's a powerful, catchy tune. It will fit well in any Rocky soundtrack. Oh, let's see. There you go. It all goes back to Rocky, doesn't it? It does. It really does. And I said I watched Rocky Balboa, right? I think I said that months ago. 
And you said AJ Benza puts in a really good performance. He does what you get of him. Yes. What, I wish he was in it more, but it's like, like, Hey, we got to get this Rocky, uh, Balboa over here. It's, it's like, you know, he's an old man, but he knows how to punch. It's just like, <laughs> it's like, and then what you get of him is good. What do you get? Stallone's good. Bert Young as, um, what, what, Polly? I gotta say, he's, is he always so complaining? It's just like, <laughs> Rocky, I can't do my, eh. I'm, it's like, calm it down. Enjoy your life. I know you're kind of a bum. <laughs> he calls him a bum. I know Bert's gonna call him, you're a bum, Rock, but he, Polly's the real bum. It's like, I mean, Polly kind of looks like a bum. He looks like a bum. He sounds like a bum. He's just a freaking bum. It's like, <laughs> All right, but I think we should probably move on because we okay. talked about Rocky a lot. So in this episode, wow, she's called you know songs that came out in Rocky edition. Yes. Right, okay. So, so Rocky, moving on oh, from anything Brock, Rocky. So yeah. Yeah. So William Smith, we we gotta love his voice. He, he's he's <laughs> 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 that's my like like razor blades. It's very it's it's almost too it's too gruff even for Rooker. Like, yeah, he outrookers Rooker with his <laughs> gra- gravelly gruff. <laughs> voice would you want that voice or just like it's probably really hurt your with voice. my face i mean i don't know if it would work it's you have to look like william smith oh that's a good point you have to be like a biker too right you can't yeah you can't just have a gruff voice you just you have to look the part right and you have to have like really good biker experience like <laughs> like gruff experience like, like what's going by in the background right now yeah yeah I, well you can hear that from there that's pretty yeah. good <laughs> for the timing yeah, that thing was perfect. I think that was William Smith on his, on his motorcycle. He must have been, yeah. Or his motorcycle. Right. Like, well, so, <sighs> well, that's Snake Eater, um, too. Yeah, so now we're going to... Uh, no, Snake Eater 1 and 2, I think. The, he, oh, oh, he has the motorcycle in both? I don't remember I thought that. He, I, think, I thought he did. Well, I can look into that later. But now we're going to our next songs, which is um, Green Street Hooligans... Or Green Street 3, or Green Street Hooligans 3 from 2013. Yeah. yeah, this had a bunch of great songs. I don't know that I remember any of them off the top of my head, though. But I remember the guy who made them tried, I seemingly tried I, to put them in an 80s style fashion. I, I have it here. Okay. Um, it's by the artist named uh, Levon Archer. Oh, he contributes okay. two totally 80s style songs, Pushing Back and Trouble. <sighs> There's six training montages in this movie. <laughs> so well, at least they do it. You know, because you know, yes. a lot of times, like, they have a song during the credits, and we always say, hey, they should have put that during a training montage. Here, yes. at least, they really do do that. You know, you got to give them they, credit for that. You, they deliver on that. People know what Green Street Hooligans 3 is. Uh, Danny, played by Scott Atkins, returns to his Green Street and his old firm, which is, you know, soccer. People don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> I assume they and, do. Most people uh, okay. know. Okay. Well, most British people know. It's the firm. Yeah, British people you know. know. I don't know if American people I know. Well, I'm, we we we're supposed to call it soccer. Oh, it's football, you know. Right, football, so, football. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, but you know that I'm getting tired of that cliche, by the way. So, um, let's see. What, yeah, so he goes back to his old firm, and then if it's one thing the uh, the Green Street Hooligans like to do, they like to brawl. So, and now there's an evil. Uh, let's see what happens here. Oh, there's an evil baddie named Mason, and now they have to fight Mason and his goons. And, you know, it, it, this is a good movie, I think, because it has what you want, which is punching. <laughs> but it's well made. That's the thing. But, it's, it's not just punch of punching. It's, it's, well, that's the thing. Cause think about this for a second. The first movie, Green Street Hooligans, was an Elijah Wood mild punching drama. <laughs> yes. Right? And then the second one, is just, it, it, I don't know if you ever saw the second one. I've never seen part two. I've only seen one and three. 
it's more of a prison punch fighting drama, which I need to rewatch. I have a copy. Um, and then this one's more like, you know, it's a kind of a drama with, but some extra, but more punching and more like tournaments. So I would definitely recommend this right. one. And, and also, say, they, you know, does, go ahead, please. Yeah. Does he get the power? He sure. I love when they get, yeah, he does get the power. Like he's, he's down, down his luck. Scott gets down. He's like, oh, is he going to win? Gonna... He gets the power. Cause he sees montages of his, like his dead teammates. Won't say who does. And then he gets the power. I love that book. He really, it's very rousing. They also yeah, it practice. Is rousing. You put that together with the music, which is what we're here to talk about. Yeah. So it really works. And Maybe then the soundtrack. Who's the, 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 I don't know, but there's the character we all liked. He's sort of like, uh, I don't remember his name. It's probably talking about Gilly? somewhere. Gilly. Gilly. Yeah. Yeah. I think Gilly, Gilly almost stole the movie. Yeah, Gilly stole it from Scott <laughs> Atkins. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah. They also, they practice their headbutting technique on the heavy bag. <laughs> I feel like that might hurt yeah, I think more. this might be the only movie where they practice that their headbutting. <laughs> well, you, you know what? I think that's actually really important to do. Because if you headbutt someone, you get hurt more. Well, yes. Because think well, that's about what they this. were practicing for. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good idea. You know, that's what Gary Oldman should have done in State of Grace. If you remember, he headbutts a guy by his head's like, oh, my head. <laughs> if you remember that part. I thought that. I mean, it's a realistic depiction of headbutting. Is what that's really realistic. I really like that part. It was really it was a nice little touch. All right, so we're gonna go to our next movie, which is Midnight Warrior. Midnight Warrior. <laughs> I say the title, you sing the song. You know. Okay, you just have to get and the then, old Warrior. Is oh yeah, like Echo. Midnight Warrior. <laughs> I see, yeah, I'm why I'm, oh, here it is, Midnight Warrior, 1989. Okay, so starring Kevin Bernhardt. So the plot of Warrior, Midnight <laughs> Warrior, is Nick Branca is a freelance, played by Kevin Bernhardt, is a freelance TV news cameraman who cruises the streets of LA at night looking for news events to sell to the networks. Which I think I must have mentioned is just like that movie Nightcrawler. We, they were like yes, 25 we plus years ahead of their time. It's really the same plot. And he sees like, that's, I think Nightcrawler, but just put Kevin Bernhardt in it instead of Jake Gyllenhaal's. But I always say that, uh, you know, that DTV is always ahead of the curve. It took Hollywood a long time to catch up with that. Oh, you know, we should steal the idea of Midnight Warrior. Sir? <laughs> <laughs> Sir? Then if you, no one about? will ever know. It's Midnight Warrior. No one will ever remember that movie. Well, guess what? You're wrong. We remember. Yeah. <laughs> guess what, Suits? You're wrong. Also... I don't like, like I see something about Suits the show. Like, have you ever seen any clips of the Suits show? No. Don't because it's <laughs> because it's stupid. I wasn't planning on. It's just one of these stupid shows that's stupid. So okay. you got these annoying kind of like corporate suit guys. It's like <clears throat> talking and yelling at each other for a hundred episodes. It's terrible. Yeah, I, I don't I, understand. You're not making it sound too great, so I don't think I'm going to be I'm watching not, Suits anytime. No. I'm watching Amen. That's better. I know. And Reba. And Reba. And also The Blacklist. And uh, Just Shoot Me. So there's the hot shows I'm watching right now. <laughs> what a lineup. Oh, and Pretty Little Liars. So it's like. So that Pretty Little Liars, so much filler on that program. I don't know if you ever have any interest in watching that, but. No, no. Do you like filler? Because you'll love Pretty no. Little Liars. <laughs> so it's like, there's like a killer after me, and they're like stalking me, and it's like. But I have to go to the prom. It's like, it's like, oh, no. <laughs> so that's 18 out of 22 episodes of that. And then there's some suspense. 
That's still a two game. Oh yeah, so Midnight Warrior, right? I that's basically the plot. It's like it's like Nightcrawler, but Kevin Burner. We said that we really enjoyed it, um, and it has that great song. So and it even yeah. has a love theme. So it's like <laughs> it just it's like I know I think we're making this up, but. It's like loving for midnight warrior. <laughs> you think we're making that up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, remember I would imagine that. it has a lot of sax. I feel like it that. does. It absolutely yeah. does. And then we get, here's the thing: he's like sing warrior. <laughs> so, and it also. But they do repeat was, that. They repeat yes. that warrior over and over and over. So it's impossible <laughs> not to remember it. Yeah, I know because actors are really catchy. I do sing that sometimes, like warrior. <laughs> does that come up in your head sometimes? Um, I think it has. Yes. Okay. Not recently, but yes. Okay, so also let's not forget that Kevin Bernhardt was in Kick or Die, which we yes. haven't really talked about. Well, uh, we watched that very early on in the run of the website. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's just more of like kind of a college drama of some very light kicking. Great title, though. Yes. Either you so, kick or you die. It's your choice. I feel like if they remade Kick or Die, I feel like it could be maybe more kicking and more dying. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> or not. All right, so we're going to go to our next thing. Which, oh, here we go. Death Drug. So, <laughs> what a movie! What a movie! <laughs> what a movie! <laughs> all, right, all right, so, uh, Death Drug, we're 1978. So, we all know it's it stars Philip Michael Thomas, and we said it was haphazard, half ass, and wholly hilarious. Death <laughs> Drug is a classic for the ages. Um, this is it's a barely feature like PSA, you'll never touch whack. Which is the old drug in the movie ever again? Jesse, a good-natured LA plumber <laughs> who has big dreams of making the music industry, uh, and you get the letter informing that he was accepted to the prestigious musical conservatory. That's it. <laughs> and then, um, but then Jess gets hooked on whack, which is kind of like a cocaine, kind of crack, kind of cocaine. And then um, he also hangs out with the Gap Band. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you know. Uh, what's it? You dropped the bomb on me. Yeah, I, I don't. Did, did they play that in the movie? I don't remember. I think we were hoping it would. Um, I think the song they played was good. I mean, pretty yeah. much, you know, if the Gap Band's doing it, I'm sure it's good. But I, it wasn't. She is it? She dropped it or you dropped it? Bomb? I don't know. the bomb. She dropped the bomb on me. Yeah. Baby. Anyway, and there's that like bomb dropping sound. <laughs> so, so they don't do music like that anymore. No. They, they really don't, don't they? Let's have some fun music today. Now it's all like, you know, Doja Cats or something. It's like, I don't even know who that is. It's like, I've heard of her. No one what? does. It's a Billy English, as I call yeah, Billy it. Billy English and, uh, English and Doja. I only know Dua Lipa. And Dua, and Dua Lipa. This is like a whole different language. Like, I can't yeah, even yeah, speak what is this, this language. Yeah. <laughs> I know one of her songs. I hear it because I saw Barbie, and her big song is on the soundtrack and the movie. I won't. I don't feel like singing that. I sang it on the Connoisseur podcast. Uh, but you can look. I'll well, find. Well, we're talking about Death Drug and the Gap Band, so you might as yeah, well. Yeah, you can't sing. go to Dua Lipa and the Gap Band. Okay, so I'll sing Dua Lipa later. But you could also <laughs> sing. Um, sure. But you could also um, just the way I planned it. That's in it, right? Yeah, just the way I planned it. Whoa! So that's a that's a Thomas or Thomas Ian Griffith, <laughs> Philip Michael Thomas, like his song from like Miami Vice. They sm- they snuck in there. Right, on his album, which yeah. there is a video for, and they kind of, like, took footage from the music video yeah. and spliced it in with oh. a news story, saying local man makes music video or something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. also, also, while he's on whack, 
he sees uh, snakes instead of plumbing pipes, little alligators <laughs> instead of hairbrushes, oh, rat, yeah, he's rats in the oranges out. at the grocery oh, store. Oh my, yeah, he he's whacked out of his mind. Yeah, yeah, he's whacked out. Um, so yeah, so that's what, yeah, it, we they play the entire music video of just the way I planned it. So, <laughs> so you get Philip Michael Thomas original music and some Gap band. Yeah. Um, I, I, there are probably others, but those are the standouts. Yes. So, <laughs> what do you think about the movie, though? You have a copy. Oh, I love it. I love yeah. it. I think it's great. It's so much fun. It's just fun. I mean, you have to be someone like me, and I guess you that understands yeah. a movie like this. Like maybe a quote unquote normal person might not like this movie, but if you like unusual, strange, off kilter, weird things as we do, you'll love it because it's that's what it is. I mean, it, it's. I think it's, it's tremendous. It's such a fun. I need to get my own copy. I'm good. Let me see if it's a low price on the online retailers. I think when I bought it, it was, but that was a long time ago. Because I just had to have it. I don't really collect VHS like you, but I had to have it. So um, there's also uh, um, I, I vinegar syndrome. It. I know we always say this, but vinegar syndrome. Should yeah. be that. I think that'd be kind of fun. Why not? So let me think. Uh, they also talk about uh, the idea of music clips. So. Right. It was, this is 1978 we're talking about. So right, so it's before, before MTV, MTV, but then they yeah. later, I think, added some footage. Oh, they, oh, they added a lot of footage. And plus there's a Philip Michael Thomas part where... Um, Hi, I'm Philip Michael Thomas. <laughs> yeah, We've we had a lot of, of fun here today, yeah. but don't do whack. Not everyone. That's basically it. He says, don't get high on whack and do watch this movie tonight. So, but, but the people that made the movie, I think, were on whack because it's so crazy. I mean, maybe I'm building it up a bit much, but it's nuts. No, it's very silly. We only have a couple more movies to talk about. Okay, well that should. Okay, that'll work. Well, I mean, we have on my notes if we have uh, Bat Penatar. Um, oh, but I don't, so that's Russian Terminator, or I don't know. It's not Russian Terminator. It's a different movie. Which I did. That's not written down. But so there was a fate. What's the movie? Search for Vengeance, maybe. It's a it's but, a Matt's Helge, isn't it? Oh, it was I thought it was one of those weird movies like Search for Vengeance or um, oh, or maybe it one was, armed. Okay, well we can go back to that other day. Because Matt Held had his own kind of music man, which is uh, the guy who looked like Kenny Rogers, Frederick Offrine. <laughs> well, does he know when to hold him or when to fold him? You know? <laughs> or when to punch? When to punch him? Yeah, when to punch him? That's, well, it was like action. Well, what's their what's their team like? You know, uh, action Gambler? Action Force, right? Oh, the the Swedish Action Film Force. Yeah, yeah, isn't that great? Do you want to be part of that force? Yes. I mean, I'd I'd be happy with a T-shirt. Like, if there's a T-shirt that said that, I'd definitely wear it. So, now we only have two more things to talk about, really. We're going to go to this one, which is Circle of Fear from 1992, which we haven't really talked about. I think we maybe touched upon it because... Oh, we did? Okay. Well, maybe when we watched it. I don't remember, but we could talk more about the movie. It's it's a tape-only gem. Yeah. Right. So it's not available in any other format. No. The guy who's in it looks exactly like Michael Douglas or a member <laughs> of the Douglas family. Yeah. It could not, be. I guess. Yeah. So he could be named Tom Patrick Douglas because he's played by Patrick Donahan. He plays Tom Price. He's a certified <laughs> tough guy. He used to work as an enforcer for the mob. Um, his brother gets killed. And what happened under very, very shady circumstances. She, and, even shadier than usual. Yeah, more shady than usual because he's in the Philippines. It's like, oh no, oh no. And guess who's the bad guy? <sighs> Vernon G. Wells. Oh right, right, yes. yes. So this is really funny because we mentioned we connected the movie to Short Fuse, 
and and Project Eliminator because Renji Wells kind of looks like Patrick Dollahan. Like, and short fuse? What does he look like from short fuse? No, 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 no. Virgie Wells and Patrick Dollahan look the same. Just like Harris Yolen or Garfunkel look oh, the oh, same. Oh, 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 yes, yes. Okay. And exactly. Shark Fralick and Zaggies <laughs> from Project Eliminator. Oh, Zaggies. <laughs> Good old Zaggies. So you were thinking, <laughs> see, he doesn't have that Douglas, uh, Douglas talk, that voice. Greed is good. Which, is greed good? Well, I mean, that's the debate that sparked all throughout the 80s. You know, but you're right. Uh, but kind of going well, back to the voice, you're right. He looks like him, doesn't sound like him. That's kind yeah. of like Robert Bronzy. You know, he looks yeah. exactly like Bronzy, but he doesn't sound like him. No, So no. that, that kind of, you know, changes things. So we call this as, as a step above. It's a really kind of a fun actioner. You just kind of have to watch. Um, it's just because it's so silly. It's all these weird, like, people, like, fall off buildings. It's very ridiculous. And there's something, and there's these weird chase scenes with the songs, which we're going to talk about right now. All right, so uh, since so, I've been doing a lot of the singing, you you sing the song. So there's two there's two songs called "Can't Get Away" by Christina Nichols and "One Step Closer." That's the one, oh, yeah, I, that's remember. The one I remember. That's yeah, by really Billy catchy. Martin. Oh, it's so good because he's like the the bad guys are chasing uh fake Michael Douglas, and that, that that's the song in the background. One step closer. <laughs> yeah, if you hear that song, it will be stuck in your head for weeks. It is yeah, it so has. catchy, super catchy, and. This is, I will say, this is actually a really underrated movie. I think people really need to watch it. Vinegar it Syndrome is, or another, Arrow or... Yeah, one of the Blu-ray companies needs yeah. to get a hold of this and Absolutely. bring it back to life. Oh, also Vernon Wells plays the evil Alan Bainbridge. Well, obviously. <laughs> of course, his name is Bainbridge. Remember uh, Mitt Romney or Mitt the Millionaire Mormon Murderer Moron had Bane <laughs> capital? Uh, yes, and... Yes. Am I missing, a mi- am I missing in, an M there? Well, maybe. Okay. Keep in mind, I don't know if that's, that's not necessarily what you think of Mitt Romney. That's just no. a nickname. That, it's with a, a nickname. Lot of that yeah, he was like, given. Oh, oh, it's an Mitt the millionaire Mormon murdering moron. Movie Monday. Movie Monday. Well, that's like Movie Monday. Not time for the exciting movie. Because Bane Capital, maybe they did a lot of great things. Maybe they didn't, but it sounds evil. Yeah, it sounds bad. You know, so, like if in a movie, you know, if there was an evil bad guy, he'd probably work for a, a place called Bain Capital and yeah, he'd like, like you know, throw then, four people out of their houses and Yeah, I can totally like see that. that. And they just, they just board it all up and put tape over it. It's like an admit wrong. Yeah, like so they can so they could build up <laughs> Right, he's in a limo and he has a cigar and he's laughing. And, and he rolls up the window there. as he's laughing. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> and then so they could put up, you know, high cost apartment buildings or something. And then it goes right to Death Promise. You know, see that would be good. So like, wow. Yes. So people should. (laughs) I think we talked about Death Promise. Oh, I'm sure we've talked about Death Promise. Well, that's why we keep mentioning Vinegar Syndrome all the time. They released that. Why couldn't they release some of this other stuff? They're they're right there. I think Death Promise is fantastic. Released by them. And Alley Cat. Alley Cat kind of fits into that a little bit. I like that a lot too. I like these, you know, these revenge movies. Yeah, they're like you know, kind of low budget, but you know, just enough budget, and they're 90 minutes or maybe less, and they they get in, they get out, and they have it's that perfect. 80s feel to them. I can't get enough of movies like oh, that. I watched a bunch of Tubi originals. I know we need to go back. We only have one more. No, we have some about. time. So if yeah, you want so, to. Okay. I watched a couple of Tubi originals. So you got to check out, Brad, First Person Shooter. Okay. Because that, that's so, not a movie just based on the title that I would run to. No, no, no. It's not. It's a, it's a little bit different. So an evil stalker guy is stalking this game company and, uh-huh. and wants to kill the company makers 
because he's getting obsessed with their own game. Mm-hmm. And it's done really well. I mean, like, really? this might be the best two movie I've seen in a long time. And there's a part about an hour and four minutes in, because um, the main character is like a game designer. He's kind of a jerk. But mm-hmm. he, his dad's not, he has like dementia. The dad's dementia. And he's talking to his dad. I won't say what happens, but it's so well acted. I was like, in a Tubi movie? <laughs> it's like, it was like, I couldn't believe it. And then you actually care some good thrills towards the end, because it's done well. There's kind of some kind of slasher esque cliches. Oh. But fun oh. well, fun cliches. Okay, and you're, also, you're, 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 you're piquing my interest. But you yeah, said there's another one that's really funny. That uh, Oh, Phoenix? Yeah. <laughs> Check it out now. Check if I watch out. Phoenix, will I laugh? 100%. 110%. Just by the woman, WWE lady's voice and uh, voice or line readings alone, you will laugh. Okay. I, I guarantee. It is so, you, know, you know, who's the one you like? Ursula? Ursula uh, Weiss. Ursula Weiss from Star Trek. One of the best actresses of our time. She's just like that. Oh. So. And the other one I watched, um, it's called, uh, of course, it's a kind of a generic title. Oh, The Final Rose. Um, it's like a bachelor mm-hmm. kind of horror movie, like a slasher. Okay, that sounds good. It's you know it's a little low rent here and there, but it it really you can see it's hard at the right place. And I would recommend that too. Wow, it sounds like fun. Tubi is coming out with some good stuff. And this other one I watched, it was called. Um, Oh, Bad Influence. It stars Jenny Garth, or Kelly okay. Taylor from 90210. <laughs> and she plays this concerned mom of her teen, and she's, the teen's getting to a bad influence. With these, with this one, basically just one evil teen. And her name is Violet, and Violet reads this weird book called Zenith. And if you read Zenith, the book, you become, like, powerful in your mind. I know it sounds really weird to say, but there's something about the movie. I wish it went for a little, a little farther with this Zenith book, because they keep hinting and hinting and hinting. They just, it falls written to some lifetime cliches, but mm-hmm. I think it's, but it, it was done in really well, and Jenny Garth was excellent as the mom, because she's like, oh no, oh. my daughter, no. But you care. And I'm right well, now, that all I'm in sounds the middle. good. Will you remember all this? Because Yeah, I remember I, this. It's on my letterbox account, so it's right there, I just watched it. So if I say and, to you, oh, what were those Tubi movies? You'll remember. You got it, I'll remember. Okay. And also, I'm in the middle of something called The Vigilante. So, this female like marine badass sister gets kidnapped by these traffickers and then he's out she's out for revenge now i didn't finish it yet but so far i'm about a half hour in and it's pretty good so oh pretty good <laughs> so, that's what larry david is. larry oh, david good. Yeah. Oh, pretty good. <laughs> so our last movie let me double check if we have any more nope there's an it. interesting kind of uh, sojourn there talking about 2b and stuff well, because Circle of Fear might be on Tubi. <laughs> it might be. Yeah. Because, you know, was it Find Your Next Rabbit Hole? Yes, Tubi, Find Your Next Rabbit Hole. I, I did watch a bad Tubi movie. It was called The Good Man. It was going, Tubi movies sometimes are going away on Tubi, which I think is a little bit weird. That wasn't very good, and it's not really worth explaining. Just to say, it just kind of sucks. So, I so if any of those be. movies you just mentioned are going away, please tell me. I'll tell you. Right now, it's just that Good Man movie. It was, just about a, it was about a uh, African romance that goes wrong, and it's it's done in this junky Tubi style. Dude, I think Tubi is getting better now. So we're on our last okay. movie, um, which right. is a super classic. I think a super classic. I hope we talked about a lot of these movies. Circle of Fear, or Circle, wait, Circle of Fear. <laughs> I call it Circle I know, of Pain. Yeah. Circle of Pain was the movie with Frank Murs. So and Hector. Oh no, that's um, Never Surrender or Death oh, Warrior. Sorry. Circle of Pain right. has um, Frank Murr and uh, T- 
Tony Sheena oh, right. and Dean Cain. So I could do my Tony Sheena impression, but you have to watch the trailer. So that's pretty obscure. Most people haven't seen the trailer for that, including me. So well, in the movie, well, in the trailer, Kimbo Slice, you know, wants to fight him or whatever, and then Tony Sheena says, "I'll see you on Saturday." <laughs> that's <laughs> menacing. That's very yeah. menacing. And it, I, I recommend it's on Grab Bag of Gems with the Circle of Pain. So uh, listen we'll to that. We'll be doing another one of those. Very yeah, very soon. soon. Very so, soon. Very soon. Like soon. <laughs> so okay, we're on the we're ending on a classic, which okay. is Savage Streets, 1984. Oh, oh my God! Well, Linda Blair, John Vernon. I just watched something with John Vernon. Oh, it was an episode of uh, T.J. Hooker. He was an evil businessman. Hmm. But people know something about Savage Streets, right? You know, Brent. Brenda, played by Linda Blair, is a tough che- streetwise chick who loves nothing more than hang out for her friends. And they have a group named the Satins. See, what would your group name be? It's like, you know, it'd be like the Badasses or something like that. It's like, I don't know. Or, or it wouldn't be like that. It'd be like a name, like the Satins. You know, it's like. Oh, and they wear satin jackets. Yeah. And then um, her sister gets uh, assaulted. And guess who's out for revenge? Linda Blair. Linda. <laughs> Linda. We this as we said this movie is so so great. I read that in your kind of your voice there. <laughs> so I mean, of, go ahead, please. I mean, just for someone like me who likes things like this, it, this is really top of the top of the heap. I mean, it's it has that eighties feel. Favorite? Yeah. I mean, as far as like the, in the comeuppance world of things, yes, mm-hmm. it would. It yeah. would because it it has every everything you want, and. um it's just so great in so many ways. And a lot of that is down to the music, uh, especially the songs by John Farnham. We both own the soundtrack now. I think, um, thank goodness you found that at the, uh, what, what record? No, no, well, you found it. At, oh, 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 at Elm City Records. Elm City Records. I, and you found it. I found it at the archive. You found it. So, so, well, before that, I'd be looking for it for years. I mean, it's one of the records I was most looking for, and I was just flipping through the soundtracks. And, you know, I think... Oh. We, we might have mentioned this before, and, I was, and yeah. you said to me, like, oh, what soundtracks are you looking for? And I said, well, Savage Streets. And then I flipped right to it. And then, <laughs> Savage Streets, if Savage Streets, there it is, Savage Streets. <laughs> and we're kind of going crazy. It's such a great story. And also, oh, the thing about the Satins, they have to go up against the Scars. So, right, right. So, I just want to get that out there. So, I know, our, our plot, my plot script and stay are a bit light. Because we're really just talking about the, the well, songs. I don't want to talk about it too much as far as the mechanics of it. People, if people haven't seen it, just see it. <laughs> but uh well, a, but the soundtrack's favorite, great you just, just for one yeah sorry no go ahead please just for one but uh, john farnham and um uh innocent hearts well that's my favorite no more <laughs> innocent hearts <laughs> I, I what a great song yeah it's a great song and justice for one's good too don't forget about justice for one no uh, keep talking about john farnham for just another minute well i know he's an australian right. singer um he has a great voice. He's been around for a long time, and I, he just—I think he hit a career high with uh, with this and Rad, because I believe he has songs on the Rad soundtrack as well. Um, so he, I, oh Rad, yeah, I love Rad. So, so. Well, that's break <laughs> the ice, right? Oh, time to break the ice. Standing still. <laughs> I was actually just trying to look up some uh, innocent. Hard uh, lyrics, but I can do that quick. So, unless you know yeah, some top of your head, but uh, like, dun, 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 dun. no more innocent heart, no more innocent hearts. Yeah, no more. Are we any more of that? Because I, no. I, 
Uh, I should have looked up before we did this, but I mean, I'll do it in the next pod. I'll do a continuation, some extra lyrics from Innocent Hearts. Okay. So, so um, well, that's it. Linda I mean, went on to there. Oh, is, on, let's talk about Linda Blair for a minute. We have some time. Well, it's because she went on to do some other action type stuff. She was SFX Retaliator. Yes. And I, uh, Night Force. Right, has that monkey pin the monkey? I think. <laughs> why do I remember that immediately? It's like. <laughs> Well, why wouldn't it? It's kind of like when Cragen had the monkey in a basketball in the best episode of <laughs> Law and Order. But yeah, the monkey was in a basketball because it was full of drugs. And then you're trying to find the, the monkey in the basketball. You got to look it up. Just look up Cragen basketball monkey. Yeah. Okay. It's, <laughs> well, I think Cragen basketball monkey or just Cragen monkey would be enough. Cragen monkey works. It's like, I guess that would it be might like even be with like, the, um, what do you call it? The um, memes. Oh, yeah. See, Craig and Monkey, you know, it could be like a silly kind of garage band. It's like, <laughs> hey, everyone, we're Craig and Monkey. It's like, what? Oh, and then there's like a maybe a, a, like a picture of Craig and hugging the monkey. From, <laughs> I was going to say this to Connor the other day, which is, um, you know, you know, when people name like their animals something, like like a name, like, you know, Taylor Swift's cat or something named Olivia Benson. See, to me, that's very annoying. Well, I, I, name. well not only that, but. The last name, I, you know. Yeah, say Olivia. I don't. You know, does you know, the cat need a last name? I'm thinking no. But, and why uh, is it not Olivia Swift? Why is it Olivia well, Benson? <laughs> it's like that's. An, I can't. Because it made me think of like what if my cat was named Dolph Lundgren? It's like, <laughs> or like Ivan. He's Lago. not related to Lundgren. No, but no. the same. Let's just say Hershey. I, instead of calling him Hershey, I call him Ivan Drago. Or it's like. I don't, I guess I don't understand. I guess I don't. I think that you need to get a regular pet name. That doesn't make. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess Ivan Drago would be more of an apt comparison because you know Olivia Benson. She didn't name her cat Mariska Hargitay. She named. Well, not Olivia yet. Benson. But it's like, um, but see, I well, don't she know. must be a big Law and Order fan. See, it'd be funny if she was on Law. I, you know, if they want to uh, goose up some numbers for <laughs> SVU, get Taylor Swift to be on SVU. Well, maybe that's what she was doing all along. Maybe she's just gunning for that. You know, so. I she think they would agree for her to be on SVU. Oh, I think they heartbeat. definitely would agree. People, I, every day I look up, I go on the internet, tell us with this, tell us with that. So it made me think of this, her name is that cat name. Like, what? So it's like, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, my cat, my dog's named Dolph Lundgren. And it's like, or her name is Stallone, Sylvester Stallone. It's like, no, no, it needs to be Smudge. Or something. Yeah, well, that would, yes. <laughs> um, so, so, and then there's also like, yeah. and then let's get into a silly aspect of that too. So forget Dolph Lundgren. It'd be like Geese Witherspoon. So you have to be able to have a goofy name, too. <laughs> Do you support so those goofy puns? Yeah, if I had a pet it? or pet geese or goose, it'd be named Goose Witherspoon. <laughs> it's like, think about that for a second. Do you support these animal pun names? No. Okay. I, I, well, unless it's like really clever, I, maybe I would. But, but then you have ge- to keep saying the name over and over again. Yes. It becomes less and less clever over time. So because Geese Witherspoon, I guess it's funny for like a second. Or Rabbit Downey Jr. And it's like, <laughs> it's like. Well, he was Doctor Doolittle. Hey, that's a good point. <laughs> Never saw him. I heard really all the time. <laughs> Bark Ruffalo. It's like, all yeah. right, all right. Are you just thinking of these off the top yeah. of your head? Yeah. Oh. It's like. And then, and then I looked up one of them, and it said Brad Pitbull. It's like that's too. That's <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, and then there's only, I looked up two other ones, which was Madogna. Oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. And Chairman Meow. It's like, wait a second. Oh, that's really it, bad. Like, th- this is getting this is getting really ridiculous. Oh, oh, I had one too. I thought of John Hamster. 
but you know, it's like <laughs> well, that's better than those past three you just said, which were awful. And uh, what about Vin Weasel? <laughs> oh, geez. Okay, um, Vin Weasel. I, well, that's what he is in these Triple X movies. He sucks. He's triple <laughs> that, See, that's a song our friend made up. Yeah, that's funny. Number. We come up with made up songs. So, yeah, I like making up your song. You know, get, get your own song. You know, when these bands today, they have like covers of songs. Like, get your own song. Well, <laughs> he's probably... triple X is probably yeah. the best lyrics. But... <laughs> he's triple X. Was there more to that or no? We'll have to ask Brendan, but I definitely remember he's triple X. Um, well, I think that's the end of the podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This oh, has gone off flux. the rails. Well, we start talking about Madogna. This, this thing. Madogna. That's terrible. I mean, like. I was like really mad when I saw that. I hope people don't call their pets Madogna or, you know, you're Dennis Quayle. Just like, oh, just like, just like, had to sneak in one more. Huh? Yeah, I snuck in one more. Dennis Quayle. But see. I, <laughs> or Randy Quayle, I suppose. I like Randy Quayle. You know, I was, I rebought uh, Hard Rain. The last thing I'll mention. We'll do the plugs. I couldn't find my tapes. I just bought another copy. Hmm. If you watched, did, did you ever watch the trailer for Hard Rain? Or maybe not. I don't know. Well, you probably you've seen it right? years ago. Uh, yes, yes, I've seen Hard Rain. So like Christian Slayner, you know, it's like, um, <laughs> I got married to work on it a little bit more, but there's a part where, you know, because Randy, Randy Quayle, Randy Quaid is evil. They, they shouldn't have really put that right in the trailer. He's supposed to be a nice sheriff. <laughs> and then the guys, he's like, and he says, we're going to steal that money. And then this like lowly guy says, "You're the you're the sheriff." And then Randy says, "I'm the what?" <laughs> that part's in the trailer, not in the movie. Oh, too and bad. It's, it's so per it's perfect for Randy Quaid. That was perfect. Why is it not in the movie? Or maybe it is, and I don't remember. But oh. it's so perfect. <laughs> I remember watching it, which wasn't all that long ago, because it's a suggestion from you. Yeah. But, and um, I remember thinking this must have been a really hard movie to shoot. Oh my goodness, what a because it's like so wet. <laughs> it's like they're I hear it took a while. through water, like an immense amount of water. It's like the whole movie. It's like, well, how did they even film this? That's a people should really commend Hard Rain or The Flood, sure. as it's like called. Um, I'm making that's amazing. How do you put up lighting equipment? Well, exactly. Getting, exactly. And apparently they want, use a lot of tanks, like water tanks, and yeah, I guess so. Because I don't want Christian Slater to get electrocuted. No, no, Christian was fine. He made it out of yeah. Hard Rain. <laughs> I made I made Heinrich. I didn't get electrocuted. It's like it was well, so, with, Yeah, it was high to make. We gotta stop. We gotta stop. We gotta do plugs. So, plug so uh, yeah. plugs or uh, you know we uh, come up interviews dot net. Um, yeah. What else? Oh, Facebook. Uh, Facebook. Uh, 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 Comments is the website. Uh, What's under Facebook under that name? Uh, Action Rocks is Instagram. Ty come up is on Twitter. And there we go. Oh, Taxi Rocks, what I post today. Oh, Amazons, that uh, Roger Corman kind of uh, sword and sandal movie. So that's it. Oh, and thanks to the Warriors. Yeah, yeah thank you to all the Comeuppance Warriors. And um, I know we had a bit of a break, but we're back. I think I mentioned we're that. We're, so, we're back. Well, we should we're be back. back on a regular schedule. And... We will. We will. We're going to make another one soon, and we're going to make another one after that. So we're going to have a nice, <laughs> good schedule. And another one, another one. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to quote Jay Leno, crunch all you want, we'll make more. Crunch all you want, make more. Of course, that sounds like Christian Slater. But it's like... <laughs> so, bye-bye. Okay, we gotta go. Bye-bye. 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 Let's see if Chris gets a table set. Sure. <laughs> <laughs>